Welcome back to the Todd Duncan Podcast. A member of the industry syndicate. This is where success happens. Todd's goal is to transform your business and life through deeper connections, higher trust, and proven strategies to help you win and give you your best life ever. Here's your host, Todd Duncan. Hey, it's Todd Duncan. Welcome to the Where Success Happens podcast. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for subscribing. It means the world to me that you check in and you listen and watch these podcasts that we do all around this idea of where does success actually happen. And success happens in our life and it happens inside before it ever is something that manifests on the outside. And on this broadcast, I wanted just to talk briefly about the idea of passion and the idea of loving what you do. I have a really beautiful backstory. I was, uh, you know, in college, I was going to be a doctor. My father was a physician and uh, I didn't really tie the two things together. I just assumed that for me, I should become a doctor because my dad was a doctor and he never gave me an indication that that wasn't worthwhile pursuing. I think the reason why he did not is because he really looked at his own journey and his journey was very interesting. Having graduated from Stanford University and having a degree in psychology with a, a minor in accounting, he actually graduated and went into the world of accounting and worked for a large oil company and was doing accounting for them. And uh uh, I, I remember uh, that later, obviously, because I wasn't born yet, I learned the story of my dad. And my dad's story was that at the age of 30, he decided that he actually wanted to be a doctor and not an accountant. And so with that change and passion and doing what you love, it, 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 was, a, it was a brutally hard but a clarifyingly easy decision. Because he wanted to be happy. He wanted to be a doctor. And as the story goes on, I learned that, and you would see this immediately, that if you're having income coming in from accounting and you're going to be a doctor, you've got to figure out how to become a doctor while you're bringing income in from another profession. And so my father's story is that he opened his medical practice when he was 40, 40 years old. And I look at that and, and I remember him giving me a call one time because I was out of state in college. I was studying medicine. My GPA was horrible. It was down, knocking on the door about 1.3. And he just gave me that fatherly love courtesy call that I needed to bring my grades up or I would be coming back home to California from Colorado. And, you know, I stayed with the doctor thing and I, I dabbled in landscape architecture a little bit because I was thinking maybe I'd like that. Um, I was also on the ski team, and so that didn't help very much in terms of study time <laughs> grades. And at the end of the next semester, it was time for me to come home. And I remember being in his driveway at our home, and we were outside talking. And, um, and, and he said to me, he said, you need to do what you're good at, and you need to do what you love. I don't have a sense that you love medicine. I don't have a sense that you're ever going to really be good at it. But what I do have a sense of is you're a, 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 you're a people person, you're a persuader, you're really, really good at business. And all he had to go on was decisions I made in my teens and, and uh, in, in my first year of college with a couple of uh, investments that I made, small ones that paid off. And he said, you ought to go to business school. 
And in that driveway, I heard my dad telling me kind of what my dad went through. And even though I wasn't 30 yet, he said, you ought to go to business school. And there's three great schools in California, Stanford, SC, and Cal State Fullerton. And he's and you can appreciate this. I'm not paying for SC or Stanford, but Fullerton has the top rated business school of any non-private university in California. So I went to Cal State Fullerton. And by the time I got my degree in business with an emphasis in marketing and finance, I graduated on the dean's list. I had a 3.75 GPA and the rest, as they say, is history. I have two boys who are 24 and 23, and I have tried to carry that message from my father to me and from me to my boys. And I want to just say that as a parent, not any different than a leader of people, we need to lead. We need to lead our kids to their best life. One of the books I read when I made the transition from being a successful business person in mortgage lending to starting the training company that we still own today was that I wanted to make sure that the reason we were doing it was because we felt it was a calling. We felt that it was a way for us to be able to use our background, our our achievements, um, our passions, and I, I, I have to say our gifts to do something that would be even bigger. And while we helped nearly 6,000 people finance real estate in about 12 or 13 years, today I look back on that decision that was literally birthed from my father in the driveway that, you know what, best decision I ever made. Because here we are, you know, what would that be? Almost... 30 years later, and we are enjoying the benefit of doing what we love, doing it well, and doing it from a position of passion. So how does that relate to my boys? Well, both boys have followed that advice. Both boys, even though the road has been rocky, and as it would be with any person we're leading in the midst of change, you got to find your lane. You got to find out what is your natural gift. And one of the things I think is interesting is the pop psychology of getting better. And I think getting better in itself is not a bad idea. I think getting better is a really, really good idea. But if I had tried to get better as a doctor, it never would have achieved the same kind of impact as it did with me trying and ultimately getting better and still today getting better as a business owner. So getting better matters. It's not easy to get better when you're not following your gifts. So my youngest son is Matt, and Matt is is 23, and he's got two very natural gifts. Um, he is a creative, and in that realm, he has a gift of music, and, and he has a gift of art. And it has been a journey of a lifetime, it feels, to get him lined up in what he loves. And the reason I wanted to drop this podcast is because um, he is on the brink of having his first dollarized asset as an artist sold. And it's really cool when you think about people that you're impacting and pouring into, and in this case, obviously my own, my own blood, to watch what happens when you get in your lane, to watch what happens when you understand that the only thing you should get better at is the things that you are naturally good at. And that is a business application, right? So I don't want to do things I'm not good at. I don't want to do things I'm not passionate about. And I disagree vehemently with people who say, improve your weaknesses. If you're weak, you're weak for a reason. If you're not good at something, you're not good at it for a reason. It's not bad and wrong. It's not 
to make you feel unaccomplished or shameful. It's not, none of that matters. What matters is you get in your lane. Deb and I were recently in San Francisco celebrating her birthday, and we went to the um, Van Gogh art exhibit called Immersed. And I had no idea what Immersed meant. I go to a lot of art galleries, and I love looking at, at really valuable work. But the Van Gogh story is very, very interesting because he didn't even really start doing what he loved, which was painting and artistry until he was 27. And by the time he was 37, he had achieved a lot of greatness in that particular genre and the art and and watching what he had done. Sadly, he wasn't aligned with a deeper sense of purposefulness and achievement and accomplishment and the backstory is too long to go into on a podcast. But at the age of 37, he took his life. He has become an icon in the art world and because he decided to do what he loved to do. Now, nobody wants to see a great success story like that end with somebody taking their life. But it's really interesting to think that you can get into your lane at any time. I have friends right now that are starting businesses and you know, they're 10 years older than me. And when you, when you think about starting a business in your, your sixties, you know, or, or even in some cases, uh, two women that I know that started a business when they were 72, they are in their lane. They're doing what they love. And my personal feeling is life is too short to wake up and trade lifeblood for things you're not enjoying, for things you're not good at. And the key to life is to get better. And the key to life is to journey to get better. But the message of this podcast is in order to really become your best, you must stay in the lane for which you are equipped. And this is a business application, right? You can't delegate things in a non-business application that still require you. You can't not not do. You can't not become a better husband. You cannot not become a better wife. You can't, you can't not become a better money manager, just because maybe it's not your skill set, you do have to get better. And to get better requires you to have good skills around why, how, who, when, and what. And in the deciphered world of achievement and purpose and, and feeling your best, there is no better way to achieve that to, than to line up what you're passionate about, to line up what you're good at, and to go for it. And to watch my youngest son now, who has produced six pieces of art, and I believe probably in the next month or two, we'll have 20 or 25, and I believe he'll be selling this art everywhere, and I cannot wait for this first piece of art to be sold, because here's what's going to happen. As soon as he realizes, man, this has been a hard road, but I've gotten trained, I know artistry, I know paint, I know welding, I know I know all that kind of stuff, I know that flaming stuff, I know everything about the kind of art I want to make to go do it. And all he needs is that first victory that will confirm and affirm that he's on the right track. So passion, man, it is easy to be passionate when you love what you do. And it's easy to be more passionate when what you love to do, you do well. And it's even easier to be more passionate when what you love to do, you do well, and you watch how lives are changed. So again, thanks for watching Where Success Happens. The theme is passion and lining up. What do you love? Do more of that. Do more of what you love. Become greater and better at what you're already equipped to be great at. Your greatness is a daily decision. It's a a decision that brings you joy and fulfillment and achievement and accomplishment. 
and then understand that in the world of doing what you do best and delegating the rest, there's a lot of people that are really good at what you're not good at and would love to be on your team to help you become the best version of you possible. All right, share this with somebody that matters. Share this if you're a sales leader with your team. Uh, Contemplate it and make choices so that you can wake up every day and have excitement around what you do to impact your world and the world around you. Hey, thanks for being part of today's episode. I've got a special gift for you I want to make sure you are aware of. I just released a 25-page ebook entitled The Five Irrefutable Principles of a High-Performance Business. These five principles are game-changing. There's a lot of methods towards success, but if you ignore the principles, it's very, very hard to know that those methods will work. Go to the show notes below, just click on the link, download this 25-page ebook, and see what kind of impact it can make in your business and your life.